Hey everybody, welcome to Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. This is episode number 20 of the Money's No Object YouTube channel and podcast. And I'm just so excited to continue working with you guys on personal finance topics and, and teaching you a little bit more every day. That way we can live financially free lives and uh, build good financial habits together. Today, what we're going to focus on is your retirement number. And if you don't know what that means yet, that's okay. But your retirement number is what's going to determine how much you need to be investing. It's going to determine why we're investing the amount that we are. And it's going to show you a goal that you can set and know where you need to get in order to live the life that you want to live long term. But before we get started, if you are on the YouTube channel, go down below, click the big red subscribe button. Um, also, like this video, leave any comments, uh, leave me any feedback in the comments that you that you would like to leave. Uh, tell me how I maybe could make this show better for you or um, things that you might like to see in future episodes. So uh, I'd be more than open to your suggestions there. So just uh, hit me up in the comments. Also, if you're listening to this on the podcast, I appreciate it on Apple or Spotify podcasts. Um, and if you are listening to it there, you can subscribe to the podcast. If you want to listen to it there, you can go there and subscribe. Um, also, please go follow us on social media at MNO with Dylan and check out our website, www.mnowithdylan.com, uh, to see some of the, the things that we offer, like financial coaching services, um, and learn a little bit more about uh, why I'm here and what I'm doing uh, teaching you guys every day. So let's, let's jump right into our main topic of the day, the retirement number. So let's rewind for just a second and remind ourselves, why are we investing? So we're investing to uh, grow and compound our money, right? So, so we, we want to be able to take the money that we have today and make it worth more, not less tomorrow. Because if it's sitting in a savings account or a checking account making basically nothing, then it's going to be worth less in real terms tomorrow than it is worth today. And so we don't want that to happen. We want your money to grow and we want you to be able to thrive on that money later on. We want you to start getting that effect that I've talked about a few times where if you invest $100 and it makes 10%, well, then in year one, you're left with $110. Well, if it makes another 10%, you don't make just another $10. You make $11 the next year because it's 10% of $110, not 10% of $100. And so we want that compounding effect where you're making money on your money. And so that, that's one of the big keys of investing and why we're doing this in the first place. And obviously we want to be investing so we can uh, give, save, and live better in the long term. And so what, what do I mean by give, save, and live in the long term? Well, when you have more money later on, you can give more money. And you can do more good for others. And if you have more money, you can spend more money. So you can live. You can go and, and do and have fun and travel and do all these things that you maybe didn't think were possible uh, because you invested your money. And then um, when I say save in the long term, you're like, well, aren't I already saving? Isn't that what investing is? Well, yes. But what I mean here is that you can leave behind. You can leave a legacy for your family, for your children, and you can... Um, Allow them to have a, a good financial start by investing well in the long term. So then the, the natural question becomes, well, then if I know the life I want to live, then how much do I need to 
retire on? Well, that's going to be heavily dependent on your lifestyle first and foremost. So know how you want to live in retirement. And I think most of us would agree that we want to live better when we don't work anymore than we did when we worked. And the sad reality is, is that most people today don't. And so given that we want to do that, we have to put the, the plan in place to get us there. And that and that's why we're investing heavily and doing what we're doing and investing the 15 plus percent like we talked about yesterday and in the financial action plan uh, in order to get us there. Because when you retire, any increase or decrease in your living expenses should be taken into account to know how much you should uh, need to, to retire on. And um, truthfully, there, there's, a, there's much of a trade-off there. So when you're retired, you, you likely don't have children in the house with you and and so you don't have to worry about those types of expenses but you know as, as we age then health care uh, expenses could increase and and so there's a balancing act in really knowing how much you will need on a monthly basis on an annual basis in retirement and so i always kind of have to or decide to round up that way i can shoot for a higher number just in case also the amount of money that we want to have in retirement is an amount where we won't run out. And that's pretty obvious, but when you start pulling money off of your retirement accounts or, or out of rental properties or out of your brokerage account or whatever upon retirement, then you want to make sure that that money's not going to run out and that you're gonna be able to uh, take off of that money for the, the rest of your life, so in a perpetual nature. In order to do so, you need to be making a percentage that is at least as high as the percentage of the money you're taking off monthly or annually or however you want to look at it. And so that those percentages have to be at least equal. And that's something we'll talk about here uh, in this episode and moving forward. Then we also want to build our, our retirement accounts and our nest egg to a point where we can leave some behind. Now, I, I've heard people say, you know, I, I want my last check to bounce and I want to you know, spend everything that I have, you know, before I die. Well, first of all, that's dangerous. And then second of all, um, we can leave something for our children. And that's not to say that you should, you know, if you amass great wealth, that you should spoil your children with tons and tons of money. Because the, the truth of the matter is, is that most people, by the time they pass away and leave something to their children, their children should be, you know, well up in age as well. And so if you have raised your children well and put them in a position uh, to do these things for themselves, then they shouldn't be reliant on what you're going to leave them and, and they shouldn't have that mindset. So you have to teach your children well in that way uh, in order to do this in a healthy manner. But you want to leave something behind and you want to do something for your children um, and for your family that, that will be um, very helpful to them and that will leave a good legacy of your name um, as they live their lives and, and they move forward um, if you're no longer here. In the end, the amount of money that we want to have in retirement, it, it's all on you. It all depends on you and the lifestyle that you want to live and the things that you want to do uh, when you get to that point in retirement. And so we need to know when we begin retirement, what, how much do we need? What, what's the number? What, how do we figure that out? And, and that's something we're going to dive into. So I call this your retirement number. And your retirement number is nothing more than the amount of money you need on the day that you retire in order to sustain you and your lifestyle moving forward through retirement um, until the end of your life. 
And you may say, well, Dylan, you don't know what your expenses are going to be and, and you don't know how things are going to happen. And, and you're right. But just like everything else, we want to make conservative estimates and then based on those, those conservative estimates, determine what we need to do, control what we can control in order to get ourselves to this number. Of course, this number is not exact. And of course, you're going to set a, a number, a, a retirement number, and you're not going to hit that number right on the dot when you get to retirement. It's going to vary based on your rates of returns and based on you know the things that happen in your life and exactly when you invested and exactly when you retired. Like It's not going to work out perfectly, but we want a good idea and we want to have a good plan as to how we can get to where we want to get um, in a reasonable manner. Because we've talked about it before, going forward without a plan is not an option. It, you know, Failing to plan is planning to fail. So we don't want to do that. We want to have a plan and follow that plan. And if that plan brings us up just a tad short um, or it beats our goal, then that's way better than somebody who didn't make a plan. So you can make minute changes in your lifestyle compared to what you thought. And and of course, you adjust as you get older. As you'll get older, you'll adjust the things that you think are reasonable in your life, and you'll have a better view of what your life's going to look like when you decide to retire. And, and you can make changes as things go forward. So this retirement number just gives you a north star. It gives you something that you can follow, and you can go straight towards this direction, and it will get you to a place that you want to be. So you might be saying, well, then Dylan, how do I know then if I know my retirement number, if I, if I have an idea, like how much do I need to save? How do I figure that out? Well, this is reliant on a financial topic called time value of money. And it's basically the idea that as money grows, right, it compounds on itself based on um, how often money is added to an account or um, how often money is taken from an account if you're working the other way. And it's all dependent on, it's dependent on five things. The value of your money is dependent on these things. So what you need to know in order to know how much to save, you need to know where you want to be. So the, they call it the future value of your money. So you need to know where you want to be. You need to know what rate of return you're expecting, what rate of return you believe that you can make long-term. You need to know how long you're going to be investing because that, that's going to determine you know, how long your money has to compound at that particular rate of return. And then you also need to know how much do you have invested today. And all of those things will help you determine the amount. And you can use any of those four, four of those five inputs to determine the other. So for instance, if I want to determine you know, how much money I will have in the future. And you, you heard me in the previous video uh, when I was giving you examples of if you invested this much per month for this long, you know, how much you would have. Well, what did I do? I used the amount of time, the rate of return, the payment, the, the amount that I'm putting in monthly, and the amount that I started with to get me to some future value. So all you need is four of the five inputs and you can determine uh, what that fifth amount will be. And you can do this in several different places, and, and I'll just kind of let you know that I will provide you an, an easy Excel uh, sheet. Uh, I'll provide this on our website, www.mnowithdylan.com, to where you can go in and put in your own numbers and determine what's my retirement number, how much do I need to save, so on and so forth. Um, but you can do this in Excel. You can also do this in um, certain apps. 
that you can find on like the app store. Like I use easy calculators. It's E Z not easy um, calculators. And there's a, it, it says TVM. So that's time value of money calculator. And you can go in there and put the different inputs in and then just click the button for the input that you want to determine, you know, what the amount is and it will allow you to um, calculate there. So uh, I'll also provide you a, a link to that app as well. Um, but, but these are just tools that you can use to figure this out and, and we'll talk more about them in the future. So what I want to do here is I want to give you examples of how to one, determine what your retirement number will be. And then two, how to, how much you should invest at that point, how much should you invest to get to your retirement number? So I'm going to start with the example of a 25-year-old. I'm 25 years old, so I, I want to start with an example of someone just like me who maybe didn't have anything saved yet or didn't have um, anything invested yet. And so if, if you're 25 years old and you have nothing invested, this is where we're going to start. So I'm going to kind of you know work through my notes here, but um, what you really want to determine is you know can I invest enough to get to the point that I want to get to uh, financially. And so this is a 25-year-old, and they intend to need $100,000 per year in retirement. Okay, so you need $100,000 a year in retirement, and that's good because what did we say a second ago? In order to determine what our retirement number is, we need to know monthly how much money we're going to need in retirement or annually how much money we're going to need in retirement. And so this individual says, okay, I think I'll need $100,000 a year in retirement. Okay, so $100,000 a year, and they believe that they can make a 7% rate of return in retirement, which can be done. It just depends on, on what you invest in. That, that's not unreasonable. And so if you take that $100,000 and you divide it by 7% or 0 0.07, what that's going to give you is the amount of money you need in order to never touch the principal amount. So never touch the amount you began retirement with. And so you, what that tells you is you will need 1.428 million to never touch the principal given the assumptions that this individual made. And like I said, I want those assumptions to be conservative assumptions. So if this individual is saying, I think I'll need $100,000, well, maybe they really needed 80, but they rounded to 100 just to be safe. Or I think I can make 7%. Well, maybe they think they can really make nine, but seven is a more reasonable assumption. Let's see what this individual will need to save in order to get to this point. So between now and retirement, they expect to make a 10% rate of return and they're going to plan to retire at age 60. So that's over a 35 year period. They plan to make a 10% rate of return, which is also not out of the question. And here's why. If you look from June, 1980 to June, 2020, the um, average annual rate of return of the S&P 500, which is the, the market index, uh, with dividends reinvested, is right around 10.7%. And so if you can do that over a 40-year period, making that assumption over a 35-year period is not out of the question. So um, this can be done. And so like I said a, a moment ago, this individual has no money invested yet. So, the, so if you're putting this into a calculator, what you would do here is you would say, okay, there's zero present value because they have zero invested yet. Uh, their future value, what they want to have in the future is $1.428 million, right? And then their rate of return, so the rate of return they expect to make is 10%.
like I said, is it's a reasonable rate of return over a long period of time is, is 10% in the market. And then they're going to do it for 35 years. Okay. Now, if you want to determine how to do this on a, on a monthly basis, what the monthly contribution would be, all you would do is you would take that 10% number and uh, especially if you're putting it into Excel and you would divide the 10% by 12 because it's a, it's a monthly uh, rate of return at that point. And then you would also take the 35 years and you would multiply that by 12 because there are 35 times 12 months in a 35 year period. So that's 420 months over that course of time. So you would have to make those um, adjustments. But like I said, I'll provide you with um, a tool that you can go and just put your inputs in and it will tell you. So given all of these assumptions, this individual only has to invest $376 per month from now until retirement in order to get where he wants to be. And you may say, oh, $376 a month, well, and that's a lot. Once again, let me remind you, when you're, when you're at this point of building wealth, you don't have debt. And so you can make $376 a month. And even better, $376 a month, if you wanna do the math, on the 15% rule that I've given previously, that's only 15% of a $30,000 annual salary. And so if you're making anything above $30,000, you should easily uh, be able to hit this mark. And so this individual, $376 a month, and um, this is not something that is, is out of the question. I mean, if, if you were somebody making $50,000, we talked previously about where you could get making 10% annually, and it's, it's over... Um, like $1.8 million, I believe, because this would get you to $1.428 million. And you can check that out in the previous video. Um, but the whole point is by knowing his or her retirement number, then getting to a point where you can determine how much monthly to save is not very difficult. And it's really not difficult when I provide you this resource that you can just plug the numbers in and click enter. Then we'll look at example number two, because you may be saying, I'm not 25, I don't have this much time, can I still do it? Yes, you can. So let, let's determine uh, for a 40-year-old individual, um, you know, how much will they have later and is it enough? So uh, let's say a 40-year-old individual invests $650 per month. Now, once again, sounds like a lot, but this would be 15% of $4,333 monthly income. Um, so not crazy, not out of the ordinary income on which to take this 15%. And then they expect 8% per year growth, which is more reasonable given a shorter amount of time to retirement. Um, and they expect to retire at age 65. So they have a 25-year time horizon over which they want to invest. And they already have $100,000 invested, which is not out of the ordinary uh, for somebody who is a 40-year-old to have $100,000 already in a retirement account, given that maybe you've just taken the match over time or put in a low percentage or whatever. But we're going to make that assumption that they've already invested $100,000. Well, if you run that math in a, in a calculator, what you'll get is the, the outcome that's expected is $1.352 million. It's simple to determine if this is enough to live on because what you'll do is you'll just take that amount, the one point three, five, two million and divide it by the rate of return they expect to make in retirement. And then that number, is that enough annually to sustain you? And if the answer is yes, then bingo, you win. Uh, but if not, then uh, you may need to do some more work 
than the $650 per month. So you can see where the retirement number takes into account the 15% rule that I said before, uh, but it becomes a little more nuanced and, and a little more specific on getting you where you want to be long-term. So in all of these calculations, we make assumptions and assumptions are dangerous. Uh, you know what assumptions do, uh, but we have to assume some things to, to remain static and, and that's okay. Um, but we want to make conservative assumptions, like I said previously. And so, yeah, you're assuming one rate of return over a long period of time, which is not realistic. Um, again, you're, you're assuming that uh, there's a static number of periods between now and retirement. Well, you don't know exactly when you're going to retire. So also not completely realistic. And then also you are assuming that the amount that you invest is going to remain static. And that's not true either, especially if you're making uh, more income than you were previously. So those things are not perfect. But like I said earlier, we want to get a snapshot of where we can be and what a good plan will get us to. We want to make sure that we do the math. We want to make sure that we have this viewpoint of where we want to get and how we can get there because then it will allow you, allow you to compete with yourself and allow you to see, okay, where am I at and run the numbers you know, every few years or whatever and determine, okay, am I making the headway that I need to make to get to where I wanted to get? And if the answer is no, then you can ratchet up your savings a little bit more. And if the answer is yes, then maybe you can continue doing what you, what you were doing and maybe you're doing it perfectly. And so um, it will allow you uh, to make a plan and it will allow you to adjust your plan throughout time if you know how much money you think you'll need at that point. And maybe that number gets adjusted over time and it, it definitely will. Um, but if it's greatly adjusted, then you might have to make greater changes. Um, but just know what the, our whole point here is that we need to have a plan and we need to know where we're going. And in order to know where you're going, you have to pick a spot. And that spot can be picked by simply doing the math and making a couple of assumptions. And uh, that will give you your retirement number that you can work towards. Now, especially if you have other things that you are going to retire on. So for instance, um, some individuals still have pensions that they're promised. And um, for now, Social Security is still uh, up and kicking. Well, as, as long as these things are, are the case, uh, determining how much money you need in retirement should take them into account, but not in heavy weights. So I would never assume that I'm going to receive my entire pension nor the entire Social Security amount that I'm promised because that's out of your control. That is money that you don't control. So just once again, all of this, any assumptions you make should be extremely conservative and you should round down as to the amount that you think you're going to receive from others and round up as to the amount that you think you'll need in order to retire with dignity and be financially free and do what you want to do in retirement. Because what we want is I would love to have a pension that uh, is, you know, a guaranteed amount of money every month and it's never going to go away and it's a good amount that will sustain me, and it's more than I thought it would be, and I would love for my Social Security to be more than I thought it would be, but if it's not, then what, right? I would rather be surprised to the upside than surprised to the downside, and so let's make plans that even if you're surprised to the downside, even if things are less than you thought they would be, it doesn't matter because you're saved, and you have the money to live the life that you wanted to live anyway. So we all need a good plan to 
live with money and to retire with dignity. That that's just that's just paramount to everything that I teach is that you have to have a plan, you have to have a place that you're pointing towards. And so determining what your retirement number is and shooting towards that place is so important and it's so key to retiring with dignity and retiring with the amount of money that you want to retire with and being able to live without the worries. Because the last thing that we want is for you to get to retirement and have to worry about your monthly income and have to worry about the the things that at this point you can't control as much. And, and we don't want you to have to work when you're ready to retire. We want you to work if you want to. And if you don't, then we want you to be able to go sit on the sidelines and enjoy your family and enjoy traveling and enjoy doing all the things that you planned on doing and that you wanted to do without worry of, is this money going to be enough? Because you should have planned in the first place for that amount of money to be enough. And don't worry about where you are right now. Yes, I want you to start, if you're starting late, you need to get on the ball. You need to start moving. But if you know, you're younger, if you are just now listening to this and you haven't built bad financial habits, then, um, Time is your friend, and you're going to be able to build wealth long-term if you heed this advice. And even if you are a late starter, you can heed this advice and build wealth long-term. You just need to make more drastic steps to get to where you need to get to because you have compounded some bad financial habits. Well, in order to make up for some of those, you have to go even further in the other direction of good financial habits in order to make up for those things and do things the right way moving forward. Once again, this is not an exact science, but the numbers will guide you home. The numbers will allow you to look in a direction, know where you need to get to, and make a plan to get to that place. Don't forget, I will provide you with a an Excel spreadsheet that will allow you to just plug numbers in to determine your retirement number and how much money you need to get there. That will be on our website, and I'll put the link in the comments. That way you can just click and, and go to that place, um, no problem. Also, don't forget if you haven't already, Uh, go subscribe to the channel, like this video, leave me some feedback in the comments and maybe let me know where you're at in in your retirement journey or or ask me any questions that you have about how do I get to where I want to be? And and I'd be glad to, to, you know, start a conversation there and and build that community. Um, Also, if if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify Podcasts, I appreciate you. Um, Just go click that subscribe button there as well. And if you haven't, listen to the podcast and you would like to, you can go there. Just please subscribe and, um, you know, leave me a review there. Leave me a five-star review. That'd be fantastic. That'd be really, really great for me. Um, also, if, uh, you want to follow me on social media at MNO with Dylan, I, I post a lot of good content there and our website, www.mnowithdylan.com tells you about the financial coaching services that I offer and, and the different things that I do. And it also has some tools there, Um, that you can use. And one of those tools will be this calculation of your retirement number. So tune in tomorrow for our weekly rewind. This will be some of the broad topics. And I post this every week on on Saturday. It's some of the broad topics of this past week. So if you missed one of these videos, you can always circle back uh, if you found that oh, they covered something that that I wanted to to really dig into, then then you can circle back to that thing. Uh, Then tune in Monday. I'm going to talk about one of the keys to growing your money Uh, over the long term. And so that's going to be a a really interesting uh, video on Monday. And I want to just tell you guys how much I appreciate you and and appreciate through this, uh, these first few weeks and this first month of doing this YouTube channel and podcast, uh, how much support I've gotten and 
and uh, how much I just appreciate you tuning in. And I hope that we can continue to grow forward together and, and you know, build good financial habits and create financial freedom for a lot of people who maybe didn't think it was possible. So I really appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Money's No Object. I'm your host, Dylan Howell. God bless.